0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Ricky Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode 22. Y'all, at the beginning of November, I attended a life-changing event with my mom in Nashville, and it's taken me a couple of weeks to really process all of the nuggets of information that we got at this conference because it was life-changing. But finally, today is the day. I'm sharing with you my top 10 takeaways from Christy Wright's Business Boutique and sharing all of the information that we got from the speakers and what we got from their messages. I feel so lucky to have been in the presence of these women who are making changes all around the world. So if you're a woman in business for yourself or thinking about starting a business, then stay tuned for all of the good stuff. But if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Let me tell you some of the things we talk about here at the Rookie Life. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to find that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies, we all have to start somewhere. Today's episode is brought to you by the best resource for making a new friend, because let's be honest, making new friends as an adult is super awkward. Am I right? Like, you aren't sure whether you've actually found someone that you can relate to, or they're just using you to fulfill their next sales order for their company, Well, I've found the perfect solution for all of you ladies out there who feel really weird about finding some adult friends. Go to crystalprofit.com slash 8 ways to make a new friend and grab your free PDF download on all these amazing tips. That's crystalprofit.com, Crystal with a K, Profit with two F's and two T's slash 8, the number 8, ways to make a new friend. And in the download, I talk about the eight ways I found some of the most supportive female relationships in my adult life. And that's really saying something considering our family has moved three times in four years and it's been hard to really establish some good relationships. Yes, it's hard to make friends as an adult, but it's not impossible. So go grab your free download today. Hey, rookies, and welcome back to episode 22. Before we dive right into today's awesome program, because we have so many fun things to share, I wanted to let you know a couple of things. The first thing I wanted to remind you is that we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in any of the links that we share or any of our guests, then please visit crystalprofit.com podcast. That's Crystal with a K, Profit with two F's and two T's and go check out the show notes for this week's episode. You'll also find any social media links for our guests and you can continue to follow them in their journeys. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some awesome things coming around the corner and I cannot wait to share them with you. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show on iTunes. We just did another giveaway, and y'all, it is so much fun to do these things. We're going to keep choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. So here's what you can do. You can leave a star rating between 1 and 5 stars, but here's what you have to do to be considered in the drawing. You have to leave a comment on what you think of the show. And I thought I would help you all along and give you some suggestions. Here's some of the things that you can think about for your comments. You can tell other people what you think of the show. You can suggest new topics that you want to hear us talk about. Or you can just comment on which episode is your favorite. But you have to leave a comment to be considered for the drawings. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff. Because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay. Now that we've gotten all the business side of things out of the way, let's move on to the amazing experience of Christy Wright's Business Boutique. Okay, listen up, my rookie entrepreneurs out there, because today's episode is just for you. So I want to ask you a question Have you ever heard of Dave Ramsey? Well, If you haven't, a quick Google search will tell you that he's a leading financial expert who uses biblical principles to teach people how to do personal finances and budgeting. His popular 7 Baby Steps approach to achieving financial peace is a proven system that has helped literally millions of people. And I can say that because our family, we're in that group of millions of people My husband and I actually went through financial peace a few years ago, and it entirely changed our money, but more importantly, it changed the way that we live our lives. So you're probably thinking, yeah, but Crystal, um, what does that have to do with the business boutique and what we're talking about today? Well, it's important to mention it because he's the man with the plan behind the entire thing. Ramsey Solutions, Dave Ramsey's company is actually where the business boutique was born out of. Christy Wright and the rest of his team are the ones who started this journey when they realized women, especially moms, were trying to contribute to their family's household income by creating their own businesses. And most of them were doing it to get out of debt. They were trying to help their families get out of debt, which is baby step number two, And Christy realized how much of a role she could play in this arena since she was raised by a single mom who baked and sold cakes for a living. It was a win-win situation for everybody. So the Business Boutique was born, and it's now this amazing event and podcast and courses and books that teach women the fundamental principles of business. But, and this is where they really set themselves apart from other people doing things in this space, They cater and understand the real life needs and struggles of being women and being moms. I mean, this is what really drove me to listen to what Christy had to say. There were stories at this event from women who stood up on the stage and delivered their keynotes that, by the way, guys, they have multi-million dollar companies. It's not like this is someone up there with just an Etsy shop. No, they have multi-million dollar companies that they started in their living rooms. There were moms who openly spoke about being just a stay-at-home mom. It didn't fulfill them the way they thought it would and they wanted more. And honestly, I was fighting back tears the entire time they were on stage talking about these things because this is how I felt for so long when I first started staying at home. I thought something was wrong with me because singing the ABCs with my son and changing diapers and doing the laundry just wasn't who I wanted to be or should I say the only thing I wanted to be and it was amazing to hear all these other women stand on stage and say those same things aloud to an auditorium filled with over 3,200 women there were a few brave guys there too but we're talking about the women so here it is I wanted to share with y'all my top 10 takeaways from Christy Wright's Business Boutique. Number one, I need to attend more events like this throughout the year. So I've told y'all this time and time again, but I'm cheap. There's just no other way around it. I mean, I like to say, oh, I'm frugal, but when it comes down to it, like, I'm just super cheap. And maybe that has to do with, you know, doing the whole financial piece and going through Dave Ramsey, but. I don't like to spend money unless it's totally worth it. But I have to say that spending money on conferences and doing these type of things has never steered me wrong. I haven't walked away from something like the business boutique and thought, well, that was a total waste of money on a plane ticket, hotel, and food for three days. No, y'all, this event was worth every single penny, From the speakers that spoke on stage, to the breakout sessions we attended, to the interesting women we met standing in line at the food trucks. All of it was worth it. So I challenge you, and I'm calling myself out on this too, to do more things like this throughout the year. Yes, it can be awkward when you don't know anyone else. Yes, it can be scary to really put yourself out there, especially your business that you've been treating like it's your baby. It's hard to tell other people about something that you're trying to figure out on your own. And yes, it can be super uncomfortable crying in an auditorium with your mom and a whole bunch of strangers until you realize that they're laughing and smiling and crying right along with you. So I encourage you to attend an event like this or have an experience at a conference or go do something with like-minded people because, guys, I'm so fired up. This was a few weeks ago already, and I'm still riding the high from this conference because it just inspired me. There was actual proof on stage of women doing hard things and overcoming obstacles and doing big things. So that was takeaway number one. I need to attend more events like this throughout the year. Takeaway number two, and Christy says this a lot and I just love this. A hobby costs you money. A business makes you money. And I've been a fan of Christy's for a long time. And this is one of those key phrases she uses over and over and over again. But it's one that I think deserves the second mention. So I'm going to say it again. A hobby costs you money, and a business makes you money. So for a long time, I thought what I was doing was just a hobby. Something that i do on the side in my spare time, and maybe a little bit of money would start to trickle in here and there. But the truth is that until I started taking myself seriously, then no one else was going to take me seriously either. I needed to have some skin in the game in order to light a fire underneath me and get this business really going. So if this is you today, if you're trying to decide whether what you're doing is a business or a hobby, ask yourself, do I spend money to do this or is this making me money? It's just some food for thought, but I also want to add on to what Christy says, you know, it's a hobby is something that costs you money and a business makes you money. For a long time, what held me back was I didn't want to invest a ton of money in myself because I kept saying, what if it doesn't work out? What if this doesn't happen? What if it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go? What is my husband going to say? What are my parents going to say? What are my friends going to say? And guys, I have to say, I didn't start taking myself seriously until I started investing money in my business because I now have skin in the game. I now have something to lose. Before, I didn't have anything to lose. But now, once you have a few hundred dollars, thousands of dollars invested into what you're doing, you take it a lot more serious. So if you've been kind of teeter-tottering on what you're going to do or what you, you know, do I want to spend some money? I don't know. Like, this is too much money. Then I'm just going to encourage you to do it, to jump in, dive in, whether it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks, a $1,000 dollars. Make that money and invest it into yourself because you're worth it. You're worth it. If it's something that you have passion about and that you really want to pursue seriously, then you need to take yourself seriously in order for other people to take you seriously. So my takeaway number two was a hobby costs you money and a business makes you money. Takeaway number three is make sure your message is super, super, super clear. And this is funny, because I went to the event thinking, oh, this is what I do, I'm a blogger, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, blah, 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 and then... They encouraged us to, hey, if you're standing in line, like go ahead and do your elevator pitch to the people that you're meeting. And, guys, we stood in a lot, a lot of lines. My mom and I, we really liked getting there first. And, we, I mean, it was totally worth it because we got some of the best seats in the house for our general admission tickets. We stood in line for a long time, and there was a lot of waiting around. But we found a group of women, and we all kind of banded together. We were all the early risers. But I kept saying, okay. Today, I'm going to tell them what I do. Or if someone asked me, I just made a commitment. Like, okay, I'm going to tell them what I do. Not, oh, I'm still working on it. I'm going to tell them what I do. And I kept getting hung up. There, were, I would explain something. And then I would find myself explaining what that was. And then a side note to what that was. And then that thing. And then I was confusing myself. So the blank stares that I got back in return told me that they had no idea what I was talking about either. So... In one of the sessions, Christy talked about our ability to make everything cute. We think we need to have like a cutesy tagline or a fancy font to stand out from other people. But she had such an awesome suggestion and I decided to write it down for my own experimentation purposes. She said, go to a fourth grader and tell them what you do. Give them your elevator pitch. If they don't understand the product or the services that you offer, it's too complicated. And this is so genius for two reasons. One, I actually have a fourth grader in my house. My oldest son is in fourth grade right now. And I knew once once Chrissy said that up on stage, I knew if I were to go to him right now and tell him what I do, he would totally not understand anything and give me the blank stare and say, huh, what are you talking about? That was very very clear to me and it helped me go back and refine my message and figure out what it is that I'm trying to say for my customers. So number three is make sure your message is super super clear. Number four your strengths may not always be obvious to you. Are you good at something and you know it whether that's Making awesome home-cooked meals or you have the latest trends on all the fashion things. See, I don't even know. It's fashion lines, fashion styles, fashion... Ch- I don't know because that's not me. That's not my strength. I shop at Costco sometimes. Like, that is my go-to. Like, I just don't... Fashion is not for me because it just never has been. I need help in this area. But it may be something that you're awesome at or maybe you know the best ways to lose weight or... Or how to do certain things in yoga. Or how to make awesome jewelry that's super custom and really gorgeous. I don't know. And this may sound really silly. But I got my entire vision and clarity on my business the very first day that we were there. Because I realized that one of my greatest strengths is somewhere other people really, really struggle. Like, tremendously. So I decided to take that strength public speaking that I honestly hadn't even thought about as a great opportunity and create a business plan around using that one strength. And y'all, this has absolutely blown my mind because I've never been afraid to stand up in front of a crowd. I'm always that person, you know, the teacher asks, Who must volunteer? Like, oh yeah, that's me. It's never really bothered me to stand up in front of a bunch of people. But I look around the room at family gatherings or at the PTO meetings or whenever I'm around another group of women and I realize there's a lot of faces that are scrunched up thinking, I'm not going to stand up and say anything. Mm -mm, Don't call on me. That is not going to be me. And I realized, hey, this is one of my strengths. I can really capitalize on this because it's a place where other people struggle and it's not like I'm saying, hey, I'm awesome at this. You suck. haha." It's, hey, let me help you get better. And that's been my takeaway is just to really capitalize on something that you're good at and help other people get better at it. Right? Don't you just love that? Instead of saying, oh, I'm the best at this, say, hey, let me show you how you can be good at it too and i just love it and this has been something that's been so transformative for me for the last few weeks and something i've been working really really hard on so more to come on that later but what are you good at that other people struggle with it doesn't have to be something that you got a degree or some kind of special coaching in either what kind of god-given abilities do you have that you don't see in other people around you because you are given those gifts for a reason for a purpose And I believe that it's not a mistake that you're amazing at those things. So use them. Use them in your business. Use them in what you're trying to do. Think of all the things. Write them down. Write down the top five things that people always tell you, man, you're so good at that. Write them down and see how you can use them in your business. So number four is your strengths may not always be so obvious to you. Number five. Be scrappy and adopt a mindset of abundance over scarcity. So one of the rock star ladies that stood up there was Megan Tamty, who is the founder of Evereve, which is a clothing store devoted to moms, not women, moms. But she spoke on stage about being scrappy and doing what you can with what you have So I honestly had only heard about Reeve right before we went to the business boutique because Christy Wright mentioned her in her social media or something. But I was like, oh, what is that? And I started looking her up and I was like, oh, wow, like she's kind of a big deal. And once we got there, I realized she has a company worth over $100 million Yet she was taking the time to give back to these other mamas and women with goals and dreams because that's reflective of the person that she is and who she wants to be. And I just applaud her so much for speaking at the business boutique. It was just phenomenal because she was a teacher, right? Before she started all these things and started these groundbreaking, clothing lines and like shaking up the market for mamas like she was a teacher that just wanted to make a difference and then she became a mom who wanted to really enjoy shopping and that was not happening so she turned that idea of helping people making a difference in shopping and turned it into a company that focuses very clearly on one specific target market moms who want to look and feel good and the clarity of her idea, her brand, and her message gave me a ton of ideas of how I need to segment down my own marketing to focus more on the women that I want to serve in a much better way. But she's a total rock star, and you have to follow her journey. I will put her information in the show notes so you can go and follow her and go check out Ever Eve and what it's all about, and if that's something for you, then that's awesome. But... I just love the idea of being scrappy and adopting a mindset of abundance over scarcity. Number six, using live video is a way to grow your business. And let me tell you, it ain't going away. So how many of you used Periscope when it first came out? How many of you are sitting there scratching your head saying, what is Periscope and what is she talking about? It's funny because I actually like to talk about this because it makes me feel like I was the cool, hip, techie person, which I'm not, but I was using this platform back in the day when it was, you know, popular. I guess that was like 2014, 2015. So, and I like to say I used it. I didn't actually do videos, okay? I watched other people use Periscope when it first came out. I would watch, there was um, actually one of uh, the bloggers that I follow, Ruth Sukup, She was doing a lot of challenges on there and video things. And basically, it's the Facebook Live before there was Facebook Live. Facebook, I think, actually bought out this company and started using their software to go live and share comments and do all that stuff. So that's what it was. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It was a totally different platform, and it didn't integrate with social media very well. But it was a way for people to record live videos for other people to comment and like and join in on the conversation. And I think I recorded one or two videos and I was shaking and nervous and I'm pretty sure that not a single person watched them. And that's okay. It's okay. You know, I'm not, you know, crying about it or anything, but I learned a very, very valuable lesson because now I see that other people, like Ruth from those early days of Periscope, and I realized they are so good on camera, and I wish I would have pushed myself to stick with it back then, because they've only gotten better as the years have gone on, and they keep doing more public speaking and getting behind the camera, because guys, you don't get better at this unless you practice, but no regrets, because we have Facebook Live today. And I sat in on a breakout session where I realized the importance of live video for growing your influence online. I'm not going to get into a debate on whether you should do Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or anything like that, but I'm just going to give you some facts. These are the facts that were thrown at me, so I'm going to throw them back to you. Y'all, there are over 2 billion, billion with the B, people on Facebook. And there's around a billion people... On Instagram, but the breakout session we were in, you can tell why she favored Facebook over anything else, because there are so many people to be reached, so much of an opportunity on Facebook than there is anywhere else, so that's all I'm going to say about that, because like, y'all, it just, it blew my mind, two billion people, that is insane, insane, And to think that you can have a weekly or even daily, if you want to, interaction with people who want to hear what you have to say is amazing. And I've slowly started to integrate more daily videos into my schedule. And honestly, the more I do it, the more I kind of love it. Because I love talking to people and helping them solve their problems. So being able to do this from my home, in my office, it's amazing And if you're thinking that you have to be polished and primed and know exactly what to say, y'all, go look at one of my videos. Half the time, I know the other day I did one, my hair was soaking wet still. I think I had on makeup. I've done one before where there was food stuck in my teeth. And most of the time I have like an outline of what I'm going to say, but it's not perfect by any means. By any means, for sure. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's not. So I promise, if I can do it, you can do it too. But takeaway number six is using live video as a way to grow your business, and it ain't going away. Okay, takeaway number seven. Talk to yourself instead of listening to yourself. So I went back through my notes, my little notebook that I had from the business boutique, and one of the most profound statements I heard all weekend was the idea of talking to yourself Instead of listening to yourself. And I don't know about you, but I have this voice inside of my head. She's not as loud as she used to be, but she still creeps in every once in a while saying, you sure you want to do that? Oh, you're going to put that post up just like that, huh? Okay. Yeah, I bet no one's going to make fun of you for that one. You sure you know what you're doing? You're not qualified to do that. People are going to find out. You don't know everything there is to know. This voice all the time is slowly creeping in saying, you can't do this, you can't, you can't, you're not enough, you can't do this. But what I heard was there was this man that Christy was talking about, and his name is James Gills. And he has completed six double Ironman triathlons. So let me tell you what that involves. That involves doing an Ironman competition twice. Twice. And a regular competition, which I've never done. I've never done a triathlon. I've done a Tough Mudder. I almost died, period, the end. Ain't doing it again. But the Ironman competition is a 2.4 mile open water swim, like in the ocean, a 112 mile bike ride, and a full blown marathon, which is 26.2 miles. Y'all, doing that twice in one setting, in one time frame. And this dude has done it six times in his life. Like that is insane. But what was so awesome about what she said whenever she was sharing his story was that he learned how to talk to himself instead of listening to all those voices inside his head. Because guys, we all have them. It's not just me. It's not just you. We all have those voices that creep in our head throughout the day and throughout our lifetime saying all the negative in our lives. So think about all those doubts that creep in or that fear that tries to cripple you or the insecurities that try to hold you back. What could you tell yourself instead of listening to all those voices? The simple phrase, you can do it, comes to mind. Or this too shall pass, which is exactly what I kept telling myself as I was in labor with all three of my boys. (laughs) But when I sit down to think about it, I know I can do hard things. I know. I have proof. I can do hard things. But I have to remind myself over and over and over again. So takeaway number seven is you need to talk to yourself instead of listening to yourself. Oh, takeaway number eight is awesome. Y'all, I met one of my new favorite business geniuses. So Amy Joe Martin, and again, I'm going to put all of this in the show notes, is one of those women who talks and I listen. I, did, I had no idea who she was before we went to this. But now, like, I can't, I'm stalking her on social media and just looking at all of her stuff because she just has that personality. Like, I'm drawn to her and what she's all about because I can tell she's real. She is totally real. But she was listed in the program as a social media guru on her title in her in like in the business boutique workbook. So I knew she was going to have to bring a solid message for everyone in this social media world. I was like, okay, like you know, they brought someone in to talk about social media and how it can affect you, blah blah blah. But no, 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 no. She did not disappoint this entire auditorium full of over three thousand women. But there isn't enough time to share all of the valuable content she delivered. So maybe I'll have to write up a post or something just about her. But I'll just give you a few quick points of the things that she says. And she said, The golden rule of social media is to deliver value when, where, and how your audience wants to receive it. So, in other words, my words, don't be annoying don't be ridiculous. Don't be anything other than yourself. Just be yourself. I know that's so simple and it's not groundbreaking information, but it's so true and it's something that we need to hear. Don't be afraid to be yourself. One of our other quotes was, don't give yourself an out. Give yourself permission to burn your boat. And what she was talking about here is that people used to go to conquer an island. Let's say you're a conquistador. And they would burn their boat and say, Well, looks like there's no other way out of here but to conquer this island. So they literally lit them on fire and charged towards their enemies. And y'all, I have to say, like, this totally lit a fire under me. Because I felt like she was talking to me. Because I've given myself an out time and time and time again. Like I've said, well, I could always go back to work. Well, I could always go get a job in retail. Well, I could always go get my real estate license. And me saying those things isn't dogging on any of those careers. It's me telling you that this is my thought pattern. These are all the things that I have considered. Y'all, I went and got my emergency teaching certificate after I graduated college because I was terrified I would never find a job. I did. I did, I couldn't. I was applying for jobs. I couldn't find one. So I was like, oh, well, I'll go get my teaching certificate just in case because I know they always need teaching jobs. I would have went and got a nurse's certificate, but I'm terrified of anything in the medical field. If you're a nurse, I love you. Thank you for everything that you do. You are an angel, but that is not for me. But these are the things. Like, these were all my safety nets. I kept telling myself in the back of my head, like, okay, you're not going to be able to do this, but I can always go do this. I can always go get a job doing this if I think I'm gonna fail. And guys, I just let those things take over me. But I've burned those boats. They are ashes in the water. They are sunk deep in the ocean somewhere. And the only way out for me is to charge forward and overcome the obstacles ahead. So, again, Amy Jo Martin she is a rock star you have to go find her but she is my new favorite business genius and I know I've taken up a lot of time so I'll be real quick with number nine and ten so number nine is get out of your comfort zone and like I said this is a really cool experience to go to these conferences and do these things and travel I never get to do things with my mom where we go and travel and have like a girls weekend so that was so much fun but you don't have to do that just get out of your comfort zone Call a client that you think would be interested in what you do. Have a talk. Have a conversation with your spouse and say, Hey, I think I want to do this. And talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to, but they're further along in their career, and that's where you want to be. Go talk to those people. Go hang out in those circles that make you uncomfortable, because if you're too comfortable, then you're not growing. So takeaway number nine is get out of your comfort zone. And takeaway number 10, and this is so important, guys. Listen up. Make time for your dreams. So going to this event was amazing. But I bought this ticket in June. It happened in November. But I made time for my dreams because I knew deep down in my gut that going to this conference was going to make a difference in my business and in me personally personally. And so I challenge you to make time for your dreams. What's something that you can go do that's just for you? Not for your family, not for your husband, not for your kids, not for anybody else. But what can you do for you to take time to make your dreams come true? Because you've got to do it. No one else will. You're the only one who can make time for your dreams. So y'all, that does it for episode number 22. Remember to go check out the show notes and all the amazing people. I'll have the other speakers listed there in case you're interested in following any of them on social too. But y'all, this was so much fun today. I love this and this conversation is not over. Please send me any of your questions that you have. Hit me up on social media or send me an email at crystal at crystalprofit.com and I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. But remember, subscribe to the show and leave a review and stay tuned for next week's show. Keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere.